you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another Monday edition of Move the Sticks. I am Brett Lewis here with our former NFL scouts, lead NFL draft analyst here for us, Daniel Jeremiah, Bucky Brooks. And guys, this is the first Monday after a week 17 when we're not just talking about playoff matchups. We got another game, another week to go. And so we do things a little bit different today. Going to look back at week 17 and get you set for what's in store Week 18, you ready to rock and roll? Let's do it. Some highlights. Let's Let's go. Let's start with the game of the day from Cincinnati. Chiefs and Bengals. Jamar Chase absolutely taking over. First quarter. Bengals down 14-0. Burrow. Chase. 72 yards. And he was off to the races. White jerseys were not going to catch number one in orange. 11 catches. 266 yards and three touchdowns. Fourth quarter, Bengals tied up here at 31. This was a crazy sequence. They had a fourth and goal, under a minute to go. Burrow incomplete to Tyler Boyd, but penalty on the play 
on Legereus Sneed, called for illegal use of hands, gives the Bengals a first down, fresh set of downs. Tyron Matthew hits Joe Burrow on the play, knee a little banged up. He actually exits the game. Brandon Allen comes on to take a couple of knees and set up the rookie Evan McPherson for the potential game winner. No problem from 20 yards out. The Bengals, your AFC North champions. For the first time since 2015, Burrow has thrown for nearly 1,000 yards in the last two weeks. And so with that, DJ, put in perspective for us what Burrow's been able to do and the, and the type of explosive play threat that Jamar Chase gives him uh, here for this offense. Yeah, I was looking up some numbers, Red, and the average depth of target is over 14 yards for Jamar Chase. It's also over 14 yards for T. Higgins. So this is a dynamic, explosive offense. But when I'm watching this tape, I was having flashbacks to our colleague and Steve Smith, because when you would watch Steve in his prime, it was the same thing. He looks like he's at a different speed than everyone else. You see Jamar Chase, this is just a little curl route. And then he's able to roll out of it and then run away from everybody on the field in the dead middle of the field. So I, let's look back at Steve Smith. I'm like, I've seen this before. And look, here is Jake DeLome. Bucky knows this well from having worked in that organization. <laughs> these are simple completions that these guys turn into explosive, huge gains. They look like they're just playing at a different speed than everyone else on the field. The scary thing is, is that Jamar Chase does that even with a little bit more size than Steve had. And yeah. they both bring that edge and that that juice to this offense or to their respective offense. And, and guys, the even scarier thing here is that it's not just Chase. It's not just T. Higgins. It's not just Tyler Boyd or Joe. It's all of them together. Like how many different answers does that provide for Zach Taylor, the offensive coaching staff, and for Joe Burrow to know that you got to pick your poison if you're a, a defense trying to game plan for this team? And look, Jamar Chase, like he's not going to be covered one-on-one by Traverius Ward there. But look, everybody got some with Chase in this game. All three of his touchdowns coming uh, with different defenders, the closest in coverage, and there was just no stopping this offense on the day. Tyler Boyd, uh, only one of these primary skill position players that's over the age of 25. You got Burrow, you got Chase, you got Higgins and Mixon, all 25 and under. Like, they could be the entire team uh, if you were making the all 25 and under team. But Bucky, it took a minute for that offense to get going. And once they did, they still needed some stops from their defense to make their run in this game, and the Bengals' defense in the second half was able to show up. How did they turn things around there? Yeah, the Bengals' defense is really a collection of blue-collar, hardworking guys that find a way to get it done. Uh, I think Lou Amarumo has done a great job of putting these guys in a position to make plays. And then when I look at how the Bengals play, look, there's there's no back down in them. They don't feel like they're underdogs. Like, they have a, a level of confidence that maybe exceeds their accomplishments to this point. But, man, it works out. And it's really been impressive to watch. This is a team that many of us thought was talented, but we wondered could they finish. The last two weeks, they finished. They finished in very impressive fashion. And, guys, I think when we, uh, as we're getting into draft season here in a few weeks and starting to evaluate these quarterbacks, uh, we talk about it a lot with uh, the ability to be an agent of change for your team, to, to be a leader in those leadership qualities. And, Arrogance, DJ, is not a quality you typically associate with leaders, but in a way, it's it's not a negative here for Joe Burrow because he has a little bit of that, and it feels like that's what it's taken for Cincinnati to take this next step. Yeah, not only is it not a negative, it is a necessity when yeah. you go with the team picking 1-1. Now, this is different than the guy he was playing against. Patrick Mahomes, he didn't go with the first overall pick. The Kansas City Chiefs were a really good roster. They moved yeah. up to get him. You can look back at Deshaun Watson. Some of these other guys that have had all this success, 
They went to good football teams. When you go 1-1, you are going to a bad football team that has had a recent history of a lot of losing. And I think Joe Burrow, not only with his ability being dropped into Cincinnati, I think his attitude, and yeah, I'll use that word, arrogance, I think it was needed because he goes in there and says, there might be losing here, but there's no losers here. I'm a winner. That's what I do. And I'm going to change this thing. And they did it in a heartbeat. This has been two years and they're at the top of the division. I think you got to give him a ton of credit for that. Yeah, I think you do have to give him a ton of credit. And DJ, what you speak to is athletic arrogance or swag, as they would call it. But I'm going to say it's also Joe Burrow's ability to be a chameleon. Uh, His ability to connect with so many different guys on this roster. When you look at some of the post-game videos that came out, him smoking cigars with his guys, him taking pictures with different groups of guys, his ability to code switch, as they say, I think is an underrated skill that franchise quarterbacks have. But let's dig deeper in Joe Burrow's background and why he might be so comfortable. Remember, he's a big-time high school basketball player. So that meant he had to get on the AAU circuit. He had to kind of do some of these pickup games and some of these one-on-one things with other guys who also had a lot of swag. So he had to put on that cape to make sure that he could, could exist. I think guys respect that. I think it's one of the reasons why he has been able to be an agent of change within this locker room. It's all working out right now for Cincinnati. Back into the playoffs, AFC North champs for the first time since 2015. And with the win over the Chiefs, knocking Kansas City from that number one seed. Let's get to some of these other games from Week 17 that had these major playoff implications, starting with the Tennessee Titans, who could clinch the AFC South for a second straight year with a win over the Dolphins. And, man, did they play like it. Second quarter... Titans were up 10 to 3 here, second and 10, and Deontay Foreman, 21 yards, busting through the Dolphins defense for the touchdown. He had 132 on the ground. Terrific pickup for John Robinson and the Titans, and they win 34 to 3. Let's go to Orchard Park, New York. Bills were into the playoffs with a win and a Ravens loss. Ravens lost. Josh Allen, yeah, had some turnovers in this game, but also had a pair of rushing touchdowns. Just 120 yards through the air, but the Bills got it done, and they are into the postseason, can clinch the AFC East next week with a win. Trevor Lawrence and Mac Jones, two rookie quarterbacks going head-to-head here, but, man, this was all about the Patriots. Look at Mac, perfect throw on the money to Jacoby Myers for the touchdown, put up the 50 spot on the Jags, 50-10. to Patriots are into the playoffs after missing out last season. Colts. Among uh, the teams there and the games in which John Madden was honored, obviously a little extra special with the Raiders in the house as well. And Derek Carr playing inspired uh, in this game for the Raiders, finding Hunter Renfro who gets back up uh, and has the 24-yard catch, was initially called a score, but after review, he was down. Four plays later, though, uh, fourth and one, and Daniel Carlson, 33-yard field goal as time expires. Raiders get the win, keeping their playoff hopes alive. And, guys, uh, setting up a pretty big matchup here. Um, And we're going to get to that here in just a second. But, Bucky, let's talk about the Colts for a second here because this is a team that we built up a little bit the last couple of weeks. Wins over the Patriots, wins over the Cardinals, and then bad time for a dud like this at home against the Raiders. Yeah, bad time for it. And this is a team that we talked about. This is a scary team for others to face. If they get in the postseason, they could do damage. Their defense, their running game. Well, those things live up to expectation. The quarterback position is where they are lacking. Carson Wentz is their franchise quarterback, but he doesn't necessarily consistently play like a franchise quarterback because a franchise quarterback should be able to step in, and when the offense needs more from him, he should be able to deliver. And we haven't seen that consistently from Carson Wentz. And so for the 
Indianapolis Colts to win is such a narrow path of victory for them. It has to be Jonathan Taylor having a big game, the defense keeping the score down, and maybe they get a play or two in the passing game. That is not a recipe for success, long-term success in the postseason. They need more from their quarterback. I think it's a good point, and calling it a narrow path to victory is pretty accurate here, right? Because if it's not the defense, you know, keeping the points down and Jonathan Taylor, like, owning the game, then what do they have in the pass game? I mean, the the T.Y. Hilton touchdown was, like, on a wing and a prayer, off a deflection, ends up catching it. And whether it's the quarterback or the perimeter options there, it feels like they're lacking the explosive passing game to take advantage of some of the looks that they get as defenses try to stop Jonathan Taylor. So it feels like they need a little bit more from that. Paris Campbell maybe uh, on the way back here for this team, see if he can provide some of that deep threat. But right now the Colts lacking a little bit in that vertical pass game. All right, let's get back to the highlights here. Broncos and Chargers. Chargers in one of those gotta-have-it games here as well. They were the ninth seed in the AFC coming in, two-game losing streak, fourth quarter, up 27-6, to and Justin Herbert, this is more like it. Explosive down the field, 45 yards to Mike Williams, diving catch. Chargers win it 34-13. to Broncos eliminated from playoff contention, and as you get a look at the AFC playoff picture, how about this? For the final game of this, the biggest season ever in the NFL, Chargers visiting the Raiders, winner. Headed to the postseason, loser heading home. Colts with another win-in-in scenario against the Jaguars. Titans can lock up the number one seed if they get past the Houston Texans in Week 17. So, DJ, uh, let's start here uh, with uh, the, the Raiders and how they were able to extend their season, getting some contributions from some rookies and, and a big part of how they're able to still be alive here right now heading into Week 18. Yeah, I think some people got to remember that the NFL draft is more than one round. And I think this Raiders football team is a great example of that. You've seen it over the past couple of years with guys like Max Crosby and Hunter Renfro. And it's no different this year with a couple of rookies. Divine Diablo was a safety in college at Virginia Tech. He's being converted to linebacker due to injuries. He's got a chance to get on the field. You can't miss him. He's wearing that single digit number five. You see how long and rangy he is. He brings some much-needed speed to the second level of their defense. He led the team in tackles against the Colts. He's really been a nice find for Mike Mayock and company. And then when you flip it over to the Chargers, as great as Rashawn Slater has played all year, he made the Pro Bowl. He's probably going to join Trent Williams as a first-team All-Pro. Guys, the game against Denver, when I watched that tape, was his best game of his young NFL career. He was dominant. So you look at this game, I think those rookies for the Raiders are going to be key, and I think Rashawn Slater versus Max Crosby – uh, that could help decide that football game. So yeah. the rookies, week 18, big game. I'll be there. I cannot wait for this one. Look, we can talk about the rookies and all of that, but this is a quarterback-driven league, and ultimately big games are decided by the play of your quarterback. So this is the biggest game of Derek Carr's career. Derek Carr has been on the cr- cusp of being included in that conversation of being maybe a Tier 1 quarterback. Well, now we get a chance to see it. Look, big-time players are supposed to make big-time plays in big games. Let's see how big time Derek Carr is because it ultimately will change the narrative around his game, whether he's a big time player or not, how he performs this weekend. Yeah, and then look, on the other side, I think Justin Herbert has everything that you want for a quarterback in this kind of spot, all the tools to make it work and all the tools on the perimeter to have the explosive passing game that's given the Raiders defense problems. We saw how they tried to defend Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs got burned for it. 
What happens with that matchup here and how the Raiders try to defend the explosive nature of the Chargers pass game, as we saw with Mike Williams in the highlight, as we've seen time and time again, uh, whether it's Jalen Guyton, Josh Palmer, Keenan Allen, uh, Austin Eckler in the pass game, uh, I think that could be one of the matchups uh, to watch in this one in a winner-take-all for a postseason berth. It's going to be a fantastic way to close out this 2021-22 NFL regular season. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. (sighs) Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position 
warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer? Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. What a strange scene from East Rutherford, New Jersey, with the Bucks down 24 to 10 after a Ty Johnson Jets touchdown, Antonio Brown. Apparently, according to Ian Rappaport, uh, had a conflict with the Bucks coaching staff due to the health of his ankle and uh, was seen leaving the field and leaving the team. Now, no longer a Buccaneer, but Cyril Grayson stepping up for the Tampa Bay Bucks and with a touchdown there at the very end with seconds to go as uh, Tom Brady and the Bucks able to get the win 28 to 20. Four. So all of that controversy and adversity, but the Bucks still find a way uh, to get it done here. It does beg the question, though, DJ, do they have enough knowing they won't have Chris Godwin? Now knowing they won't have Antonio Brown, Leonard Fournette still out to repeat as Super Bowl champions. Well, I, I have some, some serious questions there because I think when you look at the defense, not only the defense is where it's been, so I think you've got some issues in the secondary against some very high-powered offenses you'll see in the NFC and then when you look at the attrition here on the offensive side of the ball and you take Antonio Brown out of the mix, I, I don't know if they have enough firepower to find themselves in the winner's circle one of those type of games that they're going to be playing in here in the postseason. So, yeah, I have major concerns about that. And just kind of wrap up the Antonio Brown thing. The NFL has kind of proven over the years you can rent trouble. Uh, you can't necessarily buy it. They got some short-term uh, returns. I think Antonio Brown helped them win a Super Bowl. There's no doubt about it. But we all knew the expiration date was coming soon, and it came in a very bizarre fashion. Yeah, look, it was very bizarre how it ended for A.B. And football teams are built on three things, commitment, accountability, and trust. The trust was no longer there between the team and A.B., so they had to move on. So now the trust has to go to, if I'm Bruce Arians, my trust has to go to Todd Bowles because I don't know if offensively they can do the same stuff that they were able to do last year. So that means more pressure on the defense to really play like they performed last year during the postseason. That means more pressure up front, more guys trying to knock the quarterback around. DJ speaks to the lack of coverage ability in the back end. Well, the one thing that can solve their problem is if you knock the quarterback down, I think the pressure's on Ty Bowles to try and figure out some schemes that can allow them to knock the quarterback down before he can get the ball out of his hands. But guys, what do, what do situations like this provide? opportunity, opportunity for players to show their worth like a Cyril Grayson. You guys might remember a play last year where he had a Tom Brady deep ball like bounce off his helmet. Uh, and it was one of those kind of embarrassing moments. He actually put it out on Twitter recently. And now in the last couple of weeks has made some huge plays for this offense when they've really needed, including uh, that game winner against the Jets uh, for the Bucs. All right, uh, let's keep it moving here. Let's go back to Sunday night football, shall we? Vikings and Packers. Pack looking to clinch the one seed in the NFC and avenge that Week 11 loss. So here we go. Second quarter, Aaron Rodgers. How about the pump fake and the throw to Alan Lazard? Packers fans think Rodgers is the MVP, and he's got him up 13-0. A couple of possessions later, Rodgers, Devontae Adams, 11-yard touchdown. Packers win it 37-10. They clinch home field advantage throughout the playoffs for the second 
straight year. Vikings are eliminated. Rams and Ravens. Rams could clinch the NFC West with a win and a Cardinals loss. Fourth quarter, Rams down five. Matthew Stafford overcoming some early turnovers to hit Odell Beckham for what would be the game winner. Rams get it done 20-19. to Let's move to Arlington, Texas, where Kyler Murray has never lost. Yeah, never lost at AT&T Stadium. And not trying to do it on this day. Here, finding Antoine Wesley, 19-yard touchdown. Two scores for Wesley on the day. Cardinals get the win, 25-22. to Murray remains undefeated at AT&T Stadium. And the Cardinals still alive in the NFC West division crown race. Rams, though, would clinch the division with a win over the 49ers or with a Cardinals loss in Week 17. And then you got the Saints and the Niners still vying for that seventh and final playoff spot in the NFC. And so with that, let's look at this in the landscape of we know where the Packers are going to be, right? We know they're going to be at Lambeau Field in the playoffs. And so then who, DJ, is the biggest threat to the Packers this season? Well, I, I look at a couple teams. I, I think you look at teams that can really rush the quarterback. You've got to heat up Aaron Rodgers if you have a chance. So I look at the Dallas Cowboys with their trio of rushers they can throw at you. Um, that would be the first threat I would think of. Although, man, that's a big injury for them losing Michael Gallup. You lose some of your firepower. But based on that defense, I would probably put them number one as the biggest threat. And then I would actually add the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I think that's a dangerous matchup for them. We've seen it in the past in the playoffs. Uh, they absolutely obliterated the Packers in that one, and they're starting to kind of come together here. I know you got to get Jimmy Garoppolo back healthy, but Trey Lance has, has helped them out. They can shorten the game with their run game, and then Nick Bosa is capable of taking a game over with the pass rush. So uh, while I agree, I think the Packers are clearly the favorite. I think those two teams, uh, you can give them a good battle. Yeah, look, I think it has to come from somewhere out west. And so I'm going to go with the L.A. Rams. I think the L.A. Rams have enough star power to be able to get it done. In the last few weeks, we've seen some of their stars really step up. We've seen OBJ have a bigger role to go with Cooper Cup. We've seen Von Miller have a two-sack effort against the Baltimore Ravens. And Sony Michelle has steadied the running game. Yeah, the LA Rams are a team that is a viable option to knock off the Packers because they have star power. And if their stars play at that high level, they can get it done. Yeah, and look, I, I, I believe you on the Rams. I feel like they absolutely can be a threat to the Packers, but you made the case there. So I'll make the case for the Arizona Cardinals, who absolutely needed a win here this week to feel good about their chances and avoid a four-game losing streak. And they get it done on the road against the Cowboys team that we thought had figured it out on offense after a, a huge game a week ago, right? Uh, well, the Cardinals' defense stepped up. Kyler Murray stepped up. Started to put this team on his back again. They got some contributions from some unsung heroes like we're talking about with Wesley here. And then if they can get DeAndre Hopkins back in the postseason, is anybody saying That's that the, the Cardinals part. can't go into Lambeau and win? I don't know, man. I, I, I got a lot of trust in what the uh, Cardinals can do here if they are at least close to full strength here moving forward. So uh, 49ers, though, still trying to punch their ticket to the postseason. Could be a player here uh, either with Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo. They are into the playoffs with a win against the Rams in Week 18, or if the Saints lose in Atlanta to the Falcons. So a lot still have to be undecided, uh, to, to be decided there in the NFC. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. 
and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. We kick off our Elite Eight here following Week 17 in the NFL. Of course, still one game left to play with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. But a happy new year to all of you out there. Rhett Lewis, Daniel Jeremiah, Bucky Brooks here with you. In that light, how about some New Year's 
resolutions here for some teams either preparing for the postseason or, Bucky, for the offseason. You want to lead us off here? Oh, this is easy. I'm going to go to the Pacific Northwest, and I'm going to talk to all the 12s. And I'm going to say the Seattle Seahawks need to find a way to resolve their issues with Russell Wilson and keep him in the fold for the betterment of the team. I've talked about this ad nauseum. I don't like a situation where Russell Wilson is not their quarterback. I think they need to figure out how to get on the same page. Because if they get Russell Wilson on the same page, they have a franchise quarterback place for at least the next five years. Build the team around it. And I know we're going to talk about, like, they haven't performed at a high level, but they will get it back. They have nine winning seasons with Russell Wilson in the fold. Figure it out. Yeah, I guess I'll go with my first New Year's resolution, which is to disregard uh, Bucky's first New Year's <laughs> resolution. I, 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 I don't agree on that. I, this is time. You've had a great run. It's over. It's time to move on. You've got no picks. You've got no money. You've got no way to improve this roster around Russell Wilson. I think it's time for a new era in Seahawks football. Not to diminish anything that's been accomplished. It was a fantastic run. But I look around that division, and they are clearly trailing these other teams, and they've got a lot of work to do. And the only way they can get that done is to start fresh. I think it's time to tear this thing down to the studs. It's the line from Forgetting Sarah Marshall, right? It's like uh, it's like The Sopranos. It's over, man. Find a new show. Okay, uh, let's move it on here. Uh, I'm going to implore the Denver Broncos to watch some Bengals and Cowboys tape because your offensive skill talent is not that far off from what both those teams have. Judy, Sutton, K.J. Hamler when he comes back healthy, Noah Fant, Albert Okoye Boonham. Like, they have all the pieces there, especially with Javante Williams now in the backfield. But, like, we need some more creativity. We need we need a, a better quarterback to make this thing work. And, essentially, we just need more. Like, M-O-O-R-E. Hat tip to DJ uh, for uh, <laughs> that analogy there. But, look, I, it feels like he knows how to use the talent that the Cowboys have Maybe he could help the Broncos unlock that talent uh, as well. Bucky, what do you think? Oh, look, man, I like Kellen Moore, and I like some of the stuff that he's done with the Cowboys. You talk about unlocking the talent. The problem that you have in Denver is you might not have a quarterback. Well, in Chicago, they have a quarterback, but they don't have someone who understands how to unlock the quarterback or the playmaker. So my New Year's resolution for the Bears is let's find a head coach that can make all of that stuff work together. This is a team that has too much talent to not – uh, be more explosive, more dynamic, more fun to watch. Well, let's try and figure it out. So if Matt Nagy is not going to be the coach, let's find someone who can be a little more creative, a little more fun, add a little more enthusiasm and creativity to the mix so we can have fun watching the Bears in the Windy City. Yeah, and guys, I, I look to the New York Jets, and we always talk about receiving cores looking like basketball teams, okay? Well, I think Elijah Moore can be their Steph Curry They've got to go find a Kevin Durant-type guy. They need somebody with a big catch radius, get some size to go along with what they have in that offense. I also think you can add a bigger back, a more physical back, to kind of complement what they have in Michael Carter, who is a young stud. He is going to be a great piece in this offense. But I think finding a 220-plus pound back to go along with him will be a great combination. So get a little bit bigger there uh, with the Jets. Yeah, and uh, DJ, my New Year's resolution is is something I think we should all – kind of, you know, look inward, look in the mirror and say, don't ever count the Titans out. Even if they lose Derrick Henry, <laughs> even if Julio Jones has essentially done very little for this team this year, even if A.J. Brown is out for a stretch of games, this team will find a way 
to win. There are a few teams that embody their head coach's mentality more than the Titans do with Mike Vrabel, uh, coach of the year candidate perennially, really, for the way he uh, helps his team get find the best way for success. Deontay Foreman, uh, Hilliard, I mean, like they have found ways to still get that rushing performance, that rushing production without Derrick Henry, who, by the way, might get back onto the practice field this week. As Mike Vrabel said, they're going to have a decision midweek on whether to open up the window for his potential playoff return. And how about they get the one seed and a bye next week to allow potentially for some more time for Derrick Henry? It's my New Year's resolution. Don't mess with the Titans. Uh, look, man, remember the Titans is a great there movie, and they are a great team. There's another team in their division that I want to be great desperately, and that's the Jacksonville Jaguars. But it's not going to happen until they put more talent around Trevor Lawrence. It is depressing each and every week to watch Trevor Lawrence, who is very talented, not have anyone to throw to. So my New Year's resolution, my Christmas wish, my holiday season greeting is for the Jaguars to find more talented players to put around Trevor Lawrence so we may be able to see him realize his potential as a quarterback. Yeah, more talent. I don't know about maybe just talent. Uh, I, I don't know. There's a lot there to be to add to. Um, I, to me, when I look at, I want to make a one very specific request. The Philadelphia Eagles have three first round picks. Okay, two of them offensive line, defensive line. I'm cool with that. Uh, but one of them needs to be Drake London. Okay, can I get very specific and just say I know they've gone receiver back to back years. Whoa, 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 whoa! I know. Who are you, I'm, Matt I'm Millen over receiver. here? What is this, Roy Williams, Mike Williams, Calvin Johnson? What are we they've doing? They've got three first round picks, Rhett. So we're going to use two of them on the line of scrimmage, and the other one is going to be the perfect complement to what they have in Devontae Smith. Get a big guy. Drake London would be the perfect complement to him. Okay. I know three years in a row. I just do it. Trust me. Okay. It'll be a home run. I mean, didn't they all try right. a big guy with JJ Ortega Whiteside? Didn't they try and get a big Oh, stop. come on. Stop. Stop. All right. I'd love to stop. see it. I'd love to see it happen again. More wideouts. Let's go. Let's get it. More talent for Darren the Jags. Jones. Come on, Buck. It's time for our rookie report cards. DJ, lead us off with Zach Wilson. Yeah, Zach Wilson, I think, was outstanding in this game. I give him an A. Had the Jets in position to win a game against a much superior team, missing a bunch of guys. He showed poise. The decision-making was really solid. Guys, he's only turned the ball over interception-wise four times in the last nine games, four straight games, no picks. He's protecting the football. Things are looking up for Zach Wilson. We're seeing improvement. Love to see that. Uh, Mac Jones, guys, uh, I am going to hand the Patriots quarterback – an A minus here, man, is he decisive there? And I'm like, I, I feel like I need the Patriots medical staff to run out there every now and then just to make sure he still has a pulse. The guy stands back there like he doesn't have a care in the world, like just calm feet, cool, collected, and delivers strike after strike. The the only reason I didn't give him an A plus in this game, I still felt like he turned down a deep shot that he had to Kendrick Bourne over the middle of the field, ended up taking a sack on the play. There's still some opportunities out there for some more explosives, but man. He is decisive. When he pulls the trigger, he looks like he knows exactly where he wants to go when that ball is snapped. Bucky, what do you got on Trevor? Oh, well, look, man, lucky for Mac Jones, he knows exactly where to go because there's guys that are going to be in that spot. When I look at Trevor Lawrence, he does not look like he's decisive. He looks overwhelmed. He looks like he's losing confidence. And because of that, I'm going to give him a D. And it's not really his fault. He just doesn't have enough weapons around him. And when you don't have enough weapons around you, you begin to play outside of your comfort zone. You start pressing, you start having mistakes that hadn't really been a part of your DNA. And so right now, Trevor Lawrence is struggling and they will have to see if they can fix him in the offseason. All right, guys, let's get to Davis Mills a week after his best performance of the season. This 
well, wasn't his best. But I'm selling hope here in Houston. C-plus for Davis Mills. It wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. It was just, you know, wasn't a winning effort. Uh, still had that touchdown throw to Brandon Cooks. Look, there's nothing he can't do. There's no throw he can't make. And I feel like if you're a Houston fan, that should excite you. Feels like he is in command pre-snap, pointing out protections, changing play, all, like all of it. He feels like he is in command of this offense. Yet when the ball is snapped, it does feel like some of that decision-making. Look, he's a rookie. I haven't played a full season yet. Still feels like some of that decision-making uh, can still be refined there. But I think there's a lot to like there with Davis Mills in Houston. Look, there's a lot to like about Davis Mills in Houston. There's also a lot to like about Trey Lance in San Francisco. Had a chance to make another star for the 49ers. I'm going to give him a solid B for his efforts. And when I look at Trey Lance and I look at what he was able to do, one, he had a dynamic element to this offense, not only with his legs, but with his willingness to push the ball down the field. We saw the movement passes. We saw the bootlegs. We saw him make some plays off script. It really added something to this offense. And I know it's the Houston Texans, but remember, the Texans beat the L.A. Chargers not too long ago. This is a solid performance for Trey Lance. Hopefully, it's the start of a string of solid performances that will lead the 49ers into the playoffs. So we see Trey Lance play a little more. Look, it just what they needed when we talked about Jimmy Garoppolo having some of those durability issues. Trey Lance comes in uh, and helps the 49ers here who have an opportunity to clinch a playoff berth with a win or a Saints loss. Saints are in Atlanta to play, play the Falcons. Rams can clinch the NFC West with a win over the 49ers or a Cardinals loss. So, and that would, of course, uh, if the Rams can't beat the 49ers, Cardinals would have an opportunity to win the NFC West. But the Niners and Saints fighting for that last playoff spot uh, in the NFC. Uh, let's start here with the 49ers and Rams because that is always must-see TV when these two teams get together. 49ers seem to have the Rams number here. Why is that, DJ? Well, I think you look at the physicality that they bring to the table, and that has been a little bit of an issue for the Rams when they found themselves in some of those physical contests this year. However, I look at last week and what we saw from the Rams and what they did against the Baltimore Ravens. They got pushed around a little bit early in that ballgame, but when they had to get key stops, they were able to get them. Got to believe that gives them a little bit of a confidence coming out of one street fight, getting ready to go into another one here with the Niners. Yeah, I mean, look, they should have more confidence in terms of playing the San Francisco 49ers, but it's something about the ownership. There's something about when the Rams run out onto the field and the 49ers see them, they know that they beat them. They know this is what they do. And so they have to get past that mental block. And for the Niners, this if Jimmy Garoppolo plays, does he come back? Is he in rhythm? If Trey Lance plays, will the moment be too big? And so it'll be interesting to see how the second matchup looks like because the first one was a straight whooping by the 49ers putting it on. Yeah, I mean, this is with everything on the line here for the Rams. They try to win this division, get a home game in the playoffs. Uh, I'd like to see them kind of bring their A game here. Maybe Matthew Stafford uses this game to get out of his funk heading into the postseason. Rams clinching the NFC West with a win over the 49ers. Looking forward to evaluating these quarterbacks. Matt Corral, one of the top QBs in this year's draft class, uh, opted in to the Rebels Bowl game, the Sugar Bowl against Baylor, but left the game with an ankle injury. Lane Kiffin said the, the x-rays on the ankle negative and that he will be just fine. Uh, DJ, as you assess uh, this quarterback class and you look at Matt Corral and the injury that we saw here, and maybe it kind of delays some of his draft prep in terms of the physical stuff on the field stuff, but still one of the best in the class, right? Yeah, I don't think this really will impact him at all, You know, provided he's going to be okay going long-term and into next year. 
you go to the spring to answer questions, and there's no questions for him in terms of watching him throw the football. Sometimes you don't know about a guy's arm strength. you got to see him throw live in person to get a feel for it. That's not an issue with him. Obviously, the athleticism, when you see how much he runs, how athletic he is, none of the athletic testing is really going to matter. He checks all those boxes. The most important thing for him in the spring is going to be the interviews. He's got to get in there with the teams and, and, and really handle himself well in that environment. Now, whether he walks into that room or he comes in on crutches, it's not going to impact it either way. So this is not going to impact his draft status one bit. No, it won't impact his draft status at all. And I think what we have to get more comfortable with is how these players make these business decisions at the end of year. Uh, being old school scouts, we're so used to seeing guys play all the way, take it all the way to the end, play for your team. It shows a love of the game. And it's simply a different time now. We saw with Leonard Fournette and Christian McCaffrey opting out a couple of years ago. We've seen more guys not participate in bowl games. And shoot, with the COVID situation a year ago, we saw guys like uh, Michael Parsons and Jamar Chase not play, and it didn't impact their rookie seasons. I think the challenge now for scouts is being able to look at a player's body of work and ignore how it may end and just focus on where they are and what they could be at the next level. That's what we all have to get used to. It's a new time. Look, I, th I think I have a lot of respect for Matt Corral for playing in this game and understanding that this was a historic season that he helped lead the uh, Ole Miss to here this year and wanted to finish out the right way. Look, it didn't it obviously didn't work out the way that he had planned or wanted, but I give him a lot of respect for making that decision. That said, though, Bucky, to your point, you know, I, I don't, I'm not going to downgrade a player for making the decision to do the opposite and saying, look, I've got a lot on the line here in this game uh, and in my future, and so I'm not going to play. I'd rather focus on the opportunity that it gives other kids. Like, let's look at the Ohio State game in the Rose Bowl. They had four guys mm -hmm. opt out, including, you know, uh, Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson at wide receiver, two of the top receivers in this year's class. And look, I get it. Not every school is like Ohio State and has five stars stashed in the closet at wideout like they did. And we saw Marvin Harrison Jr. catch three touchdowns, Jackson Smith and Jigbo with over 300 receiving yards. But it does provide an opportunity. And I guess in that sense, Bucky, I, I would rather focus on that part of it when it comes to the bowl opt-outs. And, and then, DJ, looking at you know like what we've seen, what, uh, the, the Sun Bowl a couple of years ago with Christian McCaffrey? Yeah. He had two different scenarios there. Yeah, to me, that's that kind of changed everything for me. When you look at Christian McCaffrey opted out of that game, as Bucky mentioned, did not impact his draft status one bit. And then that same game, you had Solomon Thomas, who chose to play and had the game of his life and probably helped vault him up into the top five of the draft. So I think both things can be true. I think sitting out doesn't necessarily hurt you. I don't think it does at all. And I think playing could also give you an opportunity to help yourself. Um, but I was in the stadium, guys, when Jalen Smith blew his knee out against Ohio State in the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, seeing that up close and personal, I'll never have any criticism for anybody that elects not to play yeah. in their final game. But, yeah, it is an opportunity. And, and, Red, it's funny you mentioned Ohio State. I talked to one of their coaches uh, before that game, and he said, oh, we're excited to see these young guys. Yeah. Where do you see Marvin Harrison Jr., uh, what he can do? So, yeah, they're in a unique situation from their standpoint. It's, not everybody has uh, has Marvin Harrison uh, waiting in the wings. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, same. Jackson Smith and Jigba, I mean, with a, just a phenomenal game as he gets set. He's been for, doing it all year. Uh, exactly. Yeah. He was essentially their leading receiver this year. But we're going to have some fun evaluating uh, Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson uh, coming into this year's draft. The Pittsburgh Steelers are still alive for the postseason, but they have to win tonight at home against the Cleveland Browns. If they lose, they're out. If they win, they need to win again in Week 18, uh, but still get some help. Let's talk about Ben Roethlisberger here. Essentially hinted that this will, in fact, be his final home game uh, in the – and now we know it will. Uh, they will not get a home game in the postseason, even if they make it. So, DJ, what do you make of this uh, this career, this run, and is there is there a little magic left here for Roethlisberger and the Steelers? 
Well, I had an up-close uh, look at it there with six years in that division, working with the Ravens and working with the Browns. And he impacted how we evaluated players because we were in the draft room. It wasn't just whether or not a pass rusher could get to the quarterback. We had to answer the question, once he gets there, can he actually get Ben Roethlisberger on the ground? Meaning some of these underside rushers that maybe the Indianapolis of the world could play with, we couldn't play with them in that division because – Getting to Ben wasn't enough. you got to find a way to get him on the ground. And I think it also impacted what you were looking for in that division, trying to find somebody who's big, rugged, and tough uh, that could help you win in the weather, as Ben Roethlisberger did for so many years in Pittsburgh. Yeah, like when I think of Ben Roethlisberger, I think about that class. Phillip Rivers, Eli Manning, and Ben Roethlisberger. Those two other guys played at big-time schools, Power 5 schools. But then you have Ben Roethlisberger playing in the MAC, playing in a group of five stool, and you wondered – would his production translate to outstanding performance? Well, he gets on the field early, has a lot of success, has a career that ends up with two Super Bowls. So great career to him. He paid the way for a lot of other guys that come from a group of five schools. Here's a question, guys. Uh, if this is, in fact, it for Ben Roethlisberger, where do they go from here at quarterback? It just, it just feels like they're, they don't have a plan ready. Um, and it, it feels like, you know, if, if this doesn't work out, they don't get a playoff run, there's no magic left, they'll be in no man's land for a quarterback here, you know, when it comes to the draft, when it comes to free agency. It's just something we haven't seen from this team in a long time. But they still have a shot for the postseason. Thanks for being with us here on Move the Sticks this Monday. We'll catch you next week. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. 
From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.